Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. All right, let's do some funny papers. Me and my kids were starting out a new customer back in December of 2021. It's a home remodeling company, so we have seven bathrooms to clean. That's a lot. Two of those bathrooms are in the customer showroom area. When I was doing the initial cleaning in those bathrooms and going the extra mile to clean everything to the baseboards and behind the toilets into stainless steel polish, the little trash can next to the toilet, and to clean the shower with excellence. Wait a minute. What's going on with the shower? It doesn't turn on. Uh, okay, fine. Well, that's that's fine. There's no running water in the shower. That's okay. So I'll just fill up my filling cup in the sink and I just clean the shower with excellence using my scrub button, my LOC cleaner, and I poured the water after scrubbing, rinsing it all out. But I noticed that the water that I was pouring down into the drain, it wasn't draining right. Why wasn't it draining right? Why was the water seeping out from underneath the tub? Um, hmm, I didn't know what was going on. And I had to go back anyway to the supply area. It happens to be on the back side of where this bathroom is. And I noticed that there was water leaking from underneath the door that was there and surmised the problem. I ran back quickly to the shower to discover it's a bathroom and a showroom. It's a faux shower. It's not a running shower with running water. It didn't even have a working drain. The drain was there for show. It's a showroom, Ken. Oh my goodness. It was just a shower sitting on top of the tile. So underneath the drain plug was just the tile from underneath. And the water just went down, out the bottom of the tile, and onto the bathroom floor, and into the room behind it. That caused a scurry of getting the water out of the faux shower as quick as possible. So that made for a fun story. The kids laughed at me, and we moved on. And I have since instructed my team members, hey guys, don't ever run water down the side walls or inside the shower. Just use glass cleaner and a microfiber to spot clean it. Okay, thanks guys. I met a new friend recently from Newcastle, South Wales, Australia. Dave Reeks is the owner of the finest clean in that area and is a new solo elite member. Dave has a ministry background and recently moved. He found the cleaning industry and got super excited about the potential of having his own cleaning business. We were able to connect on Zoom with the goal for me to help him. But really, Dave, you helped me big time on this call. There are tens of thousands of new cleaning business owners entering the industry every year. I'm an old timer. I guess it's all relative, less than... 20 years still, but relatively, I guess I am an old timer. And I have a desire to keep this podcast focused on helping beginners in business owner mindset, leadership, 
but also introducing them to amazing leaders around the industry. I want to be an ambassador for what I love is this industry. I want everyone hearing this podcast to know that I love the industry and for you listening to get excited about the potential. And you just wait. Some of the episodes I have planned coming up in the next month or two, I can't wait to share some of the statistics. It's mind-blowing. Back to Dave. Dave's questions helped me think like a new person again with the benefit of my almost two decades of experience. I want to keep this episode short and sweet because the lesson I learned through Dave is simple. I believe that every business goes through three phases. I have labeled them the ISO model for solo cleaners. I have explained this many times in this podcast already, but I will say what they are again. I initializer, S stabilizer, O optimizer. In this episode, I want to focus on the initializer phase for beginners. As an initializer, this is what I was telling Dave, you simply need clients. But Dave helped me to streamline all the tactics to a basic philosophy that is time-tested and works. Now, what do I mean by tactics? Tactics and strategy are different. Strategy is foundational and never changes. People don't change. People are always people. Basic human relationships don't change. The tactics that we connect with human beings do change. So therefore, Facebook wasn't here 20 years ago, and it might not be here in 20 years from now. Podcasts weren't here 20 years ago, and they might not be here in 20 years. Those are all tactics. Strategies don't change. So I want to go back to the three-part series on building my new cleaning network. And I want you to learn a very important beginner's lesson on serving your community. Here's what I told Dave on our Zoom call. If you're brand new... I truly believe this advice will help you grow your cleaning business. Don't try to Tetris your new business or try to make everything fit perfectly together. Just go and make a mess, dude. Clean wherever you can and for whoever you can. Clean for family. Clean for friends. Clean for new clients you already have. Go and clean. Go. Clean. Go, go, go. Clean. Did I say it yet? Go clean. Yes. Go. Clean. Learn how to get better. Serve with integrity. Keep it simple. I don't even care how much you charge or if you charge at all. No, Ken, you can't say that. Yes, I can and I just did. I only ask one small thing out of you. Become a professional solo cleaner. That means I want you to follow the steps in the episode, How to Start Your Solo Cleaning Business. I have linked the different podcast episodes I've mentioned here that you can see in the, in the show notes. So go back and listen to building my new cleaning network. It's a three-part series. You'll see how you can start your network as a beginner and then go back to how to start your solo cleaning business podcast episode. That'll show you the basic steps that you need to do with the getting your business set up and getting insurance and setting up your bank account and getting your products, like the basic, basic stuff. Go there and do those things. Over time, you will earn trust as a quality professional cleaner from these initial customers that you serve. Ask them for reviews and testimonials. It can be for Google, for Facebook, or whatever else is a hot tactic at the time you hear this. 
Ask for referrals from these customers. Give the referrals incredible service at a similar price as their friend that referred them. Don't double the price for the person you were referred to. It'll make you look bad. Earn more trust and more review and referrals and then continue this process along with the lessons from that business networking podcast series I mentioned three times. You will set yourself apart in your local area as one of the best professional cleaners just by the number of reviews you have. Believe me, it doesn't take much to separate yourself. Get scrappy and work hard. When you become a stabilizer and ultimately an optimizer, you'll probably recycle many of these early customers. Breaks, Ken. Please don't take this wrong. I did say recycle your customers. That's right. Some will absolutely stick with you, but you will need to raise your prices to guarantee a profitable business and potentially set yourself up to hire and build a team. There is a standard to a growing professional cleaning company, whether it's residential or commercial, and you're going to need to meet that standard before you're ever going to be able to grow. You will not be able to sustain any kind of lasting business charging initializer prices. Did you hear me? You will not be able to sustain any sort of long lasting professional house or office cleaning business at initializer prices. So back to my highly controversial statement, you're going to be recycling customers. Again, some will keep you and move along with you as you increase your prices and improve your overall service. But other early customers that you have right now will just say thank you for the great deal that they got at the time, and they'll decide to move on as you raise your prices. That's okay. It's part of the process because it's a business. It's not personal. You're not saying, I don't like you anymore. I'm raising my prices. And they're not saying, I don't like you anymore. You cost too much. It's not that. It's my business is growing, and I cannot continue to serve at these prices to be able to grow profitably. People understand that. In fact, many of your customers, if you don't raise prices over time, they will actually think less of you as a business and think you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Think about that because everyone is used to getting price increases on everything. Just look at today's economy. If you are listening to this when it's produced in early 2022, prices are skyrocketing in food and gasoline and other expenses. So people expect prices to go up. Side soapbox there, let me get back to the main part of this growth advice for beginners. As an initializer, the most valuable payment is a review. I'll say that again. As an initializer, the most valuable payment and asset is a review and also a growing network. In Dave's case, he has a few customers paying him very well. I was happy to hear that, and I certainly don't want him to lower his prices, but I stressed to Dave that I would trade the $50 an hour that he's making on some of his new customers for an amazing review because enough amazing reviews will allow him to charge a lot more than $50 an hour. And if you're getting $25 an hour or half your customers are free and half are 30 and whatever, getting those reviews and setting yourself apart when you're ready to stabilize and optimize, you'll get much more than that. 
I advised Dave to take the lessons from the smart cleaning school and to teach some of these lessons to his local chamber and networking groups. I told him to steal my stuff. And also, hey, give me a shout out too. Like I got this from the smart cleaning school. (laughs) Don't totally just plagiarize it. But I want him to use my stuff so he can sound really, really smart. They will make him more trusted and respected. We discussed learning while you clean. So these are just random topics. I'm just trying to help him. This one was a lot of fun to talk about. This is an amazing pro of solo cleaning. Again, I linked another former podcast. So you beginners, I've got a bunch of new B podcasts you can listen to. Here's the advice I gave to Dave. It's very simple. Listen to podcasts like this one and the audiobooks that you like to grow your mind while you clean. It's amazing. You can plug in while you're plugging in, so to speak. Get it? Plug in the vacuum cleaner, plug in your earbuds. Okay, move on. But listen, Dave, I said, make sure to stop listening to. He said, why, Ken? Dave, here's why. Your brain needs time to process the education and turn it into ideas. Your brain is an idea factory. It's a billion gazillion dollar piece of machinery that God gave you at birth. Let's use it for that. So allow for some quiet time while you clean after you've been educated so your brain can go to work on your behalf. When you get ideas, find a way to dictate the ideas into a note or voice recording to minimize your cleaning interruption time. Hey, can I follow that podcast called Growth Advice for Beginners? I learned so much and I got all these ideas, uh, but it took me 14 hours to clean my last house. Dude, you missed this part, so tune in. Dictate your ideas or do a voice recording to minimize your cleaning interruption time. Okay, did you hear it that time? Good. A three-hour clean should still take three hours. Okay, worst case, three hours and 15 minutes because you wrote down or dictated 15 minutes of great ideas. Fine. But this one change could radically change your business. So just go and serve. You will be known as a servant and great cleaner. You will be remembered, and that's what makes you very referable. To be successful in your own business, you will need two things. And this is the final thing Dave and I talked about in this conversation. And this is the one I almost named the podcast after. It's really good. So Dave, thanks again. Here's the two things you're going to need as a newbie. You listening? Here you go. You need proper mindset and you need discipline. If you work hard with great discipline, with the wrong business owner's mindset or no good mindset, you'll get frustrated and not grow. On the flip side, if you have great business owner's mindset, but you don't do any stinking work and have no discipline, you'll also be stagnant and not grow. How about this? If you work a little with a little discipline and have a little bit of good business mindset, you'll grow a little. Do you see the pattern here? Use this podcast to grow your mindset. Listen from the beginning as it's a course on proper business owner's mindset. Discipline is a different animal. I can't get you to move. I can't get you to take action. I can't get you out of your comfort zone. All I can do is connect with your soul to try to fan the dream inside of you. What is your dream? Now go. Go make a mess 
when you have a bunch of customers and reviews and you don't know what to do, connect with me for help. The Smart Cleaning School website has plenty of resources. Plus, I even offer free goals workshops to draw that fire out of you. All right, Smart Cleaning School. I hope you really enjoyed that episode, especially beginners in the cleaning industry. Did you enjoy that? I gave a lot of resources, other podcast links in the show notes. Go back and study those all and you will grow. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. 